Good evening, everyone. This is Dan Old School Green. We are Flyer and Ice. New name, five minutes for fighting because we want to make this relatively short, but two minutes is just too short. So no more two minutes for roughing. It's five minutes for fighting. With me, joining the Heat Ratio Sports family is Zach Kinderchuk of My Dad Used to Play Hockey podcast. Zach, first of all, welcome, as always, to Flyer and Ice, and welcome to the Heat Ratio Sports family. Hey, appreciate you having me there, Dan. I always love doing your show. Yeah, it, it was inevitable. It was inevitable. Perfect fit, and uh, we 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 love having Zach as part of the family. So let's get right to it. The reason we're popping on right now is the Flyers today officially hired John Tortorella, mm -hmm. um, somewhat of a legendary coach. Won a cup in 04 with Tampa Bay, has bounced around with the Rangers, Columbus, Vancouver, hot-headed guy slash and burn reputation meaning that he can only coach for two three years before his players revolt of the mike keenan ken hitchcock type of ilk that being said i was listening to the new hall of famer al morgani speak to the point that he does believe he will work on his personality and coaching persona with the new generation of athlete I think at the beginning that might be the case, but I think he will fall to his old ways. And in essence, Zach, the old teaching a dog new tricks and this dog with this team, speaking of dogs. So what what do you think of it in general, the coaching, like the hiring? Is he a fit? Is any coach a fit for this team? What do you think overall? I think that the reputation of him as a slash and burn coach is actually kind of undeserved. Uh, he's he. The average uh, tenure of a uh, of a head coach in the NHL is two point four years. So they're all slash and burn coaches. Everybody comes and goes quickly. He sticks around a lot longer than that. Uh, and having experience, uh, knowing the director of pro scouting for the Columbus Blue Jackets, who uh, was the director of pro scouting while Torts was there, uh, the tor the players love playing for him. Um, but of course, eventually you're going to get fired. It's what happens. You know, Bruce Cassidy had an amazing run in Boston. He just got hired by Las Vegas today, six years. But that's as long as that's as long as Torch's run was with Columbus. Like he was there for a long time. He was with uh, New York for five years. He had the and one the lightning, uh, lightning for seven, eight years. So you, you are correct. I as I'm looking yeah. up his duration with it, each team, he had. I don't know when he got this reputation. Is like he comes in. I guess. I guess the media. I guess the media gets yelled at so much by him. They, I guess, assume he transfers it to the locker room. Have you ever seen the people he yelled at in the media, though? Like, they're all people that I It's going to be the future Howard Eskins of the world. I mean, the past and now the future Howard Eskin will be uh, inevitably yelled at, I'm sure. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, you know, uh, I think you mentioned Al Morgani. Uh, I, I'll hopefully Al Morgani gets yelled at at some point. And, but now you're going to yell at a Hall of Famer. So that's kind of I, I can we just take a second to address that? How hysterical is it that Al Morgani is in the Hockey Hall of Fame? Like, I love the guy, and I think it's phenomenal. And not to just derail this, but Al Morgani is a Hockey Hall of Famer now. All right, we can get back to Torts. No, and, and real quick, if you listen to him, he's beyond playing the humble pie routine. Like, oh, thank, you, I know. thank you very much. Let's move on. You know, yeah. I and, and you know that's got to be a little bit of shtick because you know inside he's got to be loving it. I mean, listen, loving it. It's one Love hell of an it. honor. Well deserved. Yeah. It's definitely well deserved. Agreed. But getting getting back to torts, um, I also heard I believe it was from Al 
that he actually is good with young players, and that's indeed what we need. And based on the um, fact that, as you brought up, he has stuck around for six to eight years with some of his stops, that's excellent because if he's good with young players, they will develop and grow with him. Um, This team needs accountability, and I think that's at the very least where he'll be tough on his players with the accountability angle. Um, It's just how he goes about doing it because again the, the modern day athlete is not like even the athlete of 10 15 years ago it's 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 insane being a teacher i see the change of children compared to they were five ten years ago i can only imagine what teenagers and young adults are like so ultimately knowing that he's working on his way he handles a locker room knowing he's a brilliant hockey man i i like the hire Initially, when we were talking about Vigneault going, he was my first go-to guy. And then I did a little bit of research, and I was thinking, maybe not. Um, I Obviously, I thought Trotz was the more um, successful coach as far as every stop that he's going I'm glad they, they didn't go with Trotz. They well, I, I am now, too, because Trotz, to me, would have been just a money grab. I think he's dealing with a sick mother in Winnipeg where he's from. I think he ultimately has that on his mind. I, I don't think if he came here, it would be for the right reasons. And, and well, I, I, just what Trotch brings to a team isn't what the Flyers need right now. Like he's a defensive specialist and you know, that's all well and good. But really what this team needs is kind of just a jolt. Well, they also and, need winning and, and, and Trotz brought winning. T- I mean, listen, the Islanders were a floundering franchise before he got there. Yeah, the Flanders were a Flannery franchise before Lou Lamorella got there. And and then I, I don't know. I don't know how much Barry Trotz would have brought to that much, much more Barry Trotz would have brought to that team. Listen, any change for me is good. And I don't I know the big argument on Twitter today is whether or not you like John Tortorella because he's gonna yell at Travis Connecting and JVR, which I hope he does. That's great. But what I just want to see is someone who's engaged, because what I heard about A V is that he was just disengaged, which is pretty typical of this franchise right now. Like everyone seems to be disengaged, the fans the players so for someone to come in and care that's great i don't to be honest i don't know his system you're a liar if you remember the mid 20 aughts columbus blue jackets unless actually probably you do dan <laughs> yeah. you but and then you know, he 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 struck he struck lightning uh literally with in 2004 he's he's brought a cup he's been there uh with the rangers i thought he to perform on that level uh, you know, the, the scrutiny that you get as a coach of the Rangers, I thought he did really well. And co- to compare him to Mike Keenan is unfair because Mike Keenan won the cup as well, but did not perform well in terms of dealing with the New York media, which at times used to be tough on people and definitely were tough on Tortorella. I, I, I just, I just kind of, I like the breath of old, but new fresh air that he's bringing to this organization because it's been a long time since we've had, uh, someone, as you mentioned, that uh, holds players accountable. Like there's Mike Yo never had a chance, and I feel bad for that dude. I hope he gets another job. Uh, Elaine Vigneault just did not care. It, that that was that was just so obvious from day one. Signed the big contract, rested on his laurels, has I think three Jack Adams trophies. So just thought, well, I'm gonna just base my you know current position on past successes, but didn't didn't do anything to change his team. And I don't think Tortorella's first year is going to be particularly good, but I think that they're going to, they signed him for four years, 16 million, which is, I'm surprised because that's less for than they paid for Vigneault. I thought he would get more. I thought he'd get six a year, but we're probably not bidding against anybody. That's, that's, uh, so that's the point. He's a yeah. wild card, man. He's a wild card, but wouldn't, isn't a wild card something kind of interesting right now? When's the last time the Flyers had a wild card? 
like now, something listen, we don't know the outcome of. This had to be this had to be a twofold hiring. You had to hire a coach that had has credibility. And unfortunately, whether you like it or not, you have to hire a coach that has personality that will have that attraction angle for a team to draw some kind of attention. If you hired someone like a Jim Montgomery, who is yeah. a very qualified former head coach, an assistant on a Stanley Cup championship team, St. Louis Blues team of a few years ago, that would have been a very credible hire, but not a sexy hire. And if the team is playing poorly with a non-sexy hire coach, you're kind of back in this malaise all over again. So like you said, if they aren't successful, at least they have the personality of John Tortorella to at least entertain somebody out there. And I'm just, Dan, I, I'm just so tired of what's, what, what system was he going to run? Stop. I mean, they're the, you know, how many great NHL teams had dynasties without systems. And it was just all about, it's ultimately caring, caring you, about your teammate, yeah. protecting your teammate, whatever it is. Yeah. Terrell, I think might has a better chance of instilling that than, you know, a guy like Jim Montgomery who, you know, he's, he's done well. Um, but uh, bringing him in would have been Dullesville. And well, that's what I'm saying. That's an, I, I, listen, if this team was a successfully built team playing, playing well, and just the players themselves were the attraction to the fan base, Jim Montgomery would be a great hire. Maybe. But since we don't know what this team will be, you know, you've got a lot of young talent. Nick, the scout and I on our past um, flyer and ice, formerly two minutes for r- roughing shows, we highlighted about six to nine guys in the system that we're excited about. If those guys can be matriculated into the lineup over the next couple years with a nice free agent signing or two and hopefully a successful draft at number five this year. Maybe, just maybe, you have a slow look. Look, you have you have a team on the rise in Detroit that doesn't have a phenomenal record, but you just see the talent developing before your eyes. Yeah. The Rangers, who are now essentially a juggernaut, two three years ago were a team that missed the playoffs, but you saw this talent developing, and then Kreider finally becomes the stud that we all thought he would be. Yeah. Coupled with this young talent, but you have Kreider, Panarin, and Zabanajad, who are all elite. Listen, the, the Rangers were one bad Strom play away from getting into the finals. I truly yeah. that. Like, and they have, and they have a world class goalie. They have a world class uh, goalie. Class. I mean, he, uh, it's hard. It's hard to say the Vasilevsky is still not the best goalie on the planet, but Shosturkin is right there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so we still have. Listen, this is not a Carter Hart bashing moment. But we still don't know what we have in the kid because of the defense that was been in, that has been in front of him for the past. Oh year. yeah, without a doubt. No. So we do, we we team. just don't know what we have in the kid. Now, if you if you put him in front of a team with structure, I'm sure he'd be one hell of a goalie. But we don't have structure. But the bottom line is, Tortorella will hold this team accountable. And like you said, whatever his system is, he's going to demand. High well, expectations for this team. And you mentioned that, you know, it, engaging with young players. You know, the best way to get young players on your side is to play them. And I think Tortorella is going to do that. True. Uh, for whatever for whatever reason, the the organization for the last forever has been reticent to do so. And Tortorella is definitely going to play them. And here's a guy who left a really cushy job, clearly wants to come back, do this, I would guess, probably for the last time. So one thing that I love is a man with nothing to lose. 
and Tortorella's got nothing to lose. He does, yeah. I don't think he cares about his legacy. I don't give, think he gives a shit what Philly ever feels about him. I think he's just going to come back and 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 really just torch uh, it, torch this city. And I, I'm I'm really excited to watch that. Uh, and it, that'll be at least we have now for the first time. Dan, when's the last time there was a Flyers move that you were excited about? A Morgan Frost call up. Um, <laughs> Nick Sealer demotion, like what was it? <laughs> I I liked the Ryan Ellis trade at one point, but yeah, there was yeah, <laughs> but it, I, I wasn't I didn't have a zipper nudge by any means. But um, the point <laughs> to, to your point to your point, he's a sixty three year old man who's actually in terrific shape. So I do yeah. I I do agree this probably is his last stop. Let's say he goes four to five years, God willing. Now he's in his late sixties. You're right; it's probably his last stop. And again, I'll, I bring this back to. He's going to be entertaining and he will have this city in the palm of his hand. If they become winners, I think he's going to have this city in the palm of his hand just by actually being engaged. I keep using that word. Just <clears throat> Joe Girardi. I'm wearing a Phillies hat right now. Joe Girardi got fired. Not just because he was, his team was underperforming because he just didn't seem like he was engaged. He, he has more had, personality than Joe Girardi. Exactly. Honestly, any, any, uh, you know, inanimate object surrounding me right now has more personality than Joe Girardi. And I think that's what Philly Philly put up with a lot of bad Flyers teams uh, in the early '90s, um, and then in you know in the mid aughts as well, because they knew that there was effort being put forth, and the coach and, and the the coach sometimes reflected that, didn't that? But the players always did. And if it starts at the top level, with Tortorella is engaged every single night, then you know we're, we're we understand that we're not a contender next year, but we want to have players that don't believe that. Um, you know, there's a there's a there's a, a big difference between a team that's bad and a team that's given up. And this year and last year, uh, it, it felt like a team that had given up. And, you know, we, we that's the one thing that we can't deal with is a lack of effort. We honestly, as Philly, as Philly fans, we can we can deal with a lack of actual performance. But one thing we can't deal with is, is an actual lack of effort. And I don't think Tortorella or ever stand for that. And um, that's uh, that, that's kind of a reason that I'm excited about him. Um, and I, I, you know, I know there's a lot of, of smart people out there, and I don't know who the hell they wanted to hire that are upset about it. But uh, I, I, I think that he makes as much sense as any coach that was available. Uh, there, there, there are a lot of qualified people. You mentioned Jim Montgomery, Barry Trotz. I still think Talkit would have been a viable option. But I'm not displeased with Tortorella. I think he's going to come in and. Uh, I think he understands what uh, what the Flyers are all about, and what he understands how to perform on a big stage. So I'm I'm, I'm psyched. This is the first time as I've been psyched as a Flyers fan in a long time. I, I can't remember the last time um, that there there was an announcement that came out that I was like, oh yeah, actually a good piece of news that might end up being covered uh, in, in the media uh, that that isn't about their historical losing streaks or how terribly bad they've been and how poorly they perform in, in front of 23 year old Carter Hart. It's fun. It's a fun day. We should have this. We should enjoy this day. No, I, I agree. There, there are certain players that you say they had to, they had to have been a flyer. They should have played for the flyers. Like the Matthew Barnabys of the world. He should have been on the flyers at one point in this career. Yeah, that would have been great. John Tortorella is the kind of guy that had to coach the flyers at one time. Yeah, career. and now we're getting that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. He is. A, I think he will. He'll make a a great Flyers coach from the perspective of entertainment and the knowledge he will 
hopefully incorporate into his team. Um, can we just, can we just t- talk about the former part? Because entertainment, that's what it's all about, right? He's gonna bring it, well, listen, again, I would rather us have a team on the ascend and have a boring coach than a team that sucks and, an, and a coach that's going to entertain us on television, okay? Yeah. Hopefully we get both, okay? And, that, and that's the ultimate goal. I do believe, listen, players have come out. This team is too soft. We play too soft, but yada, yada, yada. Well, instead of talking about it, play harder yourself, you know? You know, there are no goons anymore, per se. So just play, you know, play tough. Yeah. You know, instead of Cam Atkinson, play tough. You're a little guy, but play tough. Don't say we play too soft. Everyone should be playing tough. And I think that's what Torts will get out of this team. Yeah. Um, a team that will at least look like, like you said, they're not going through the motions, but they're playing hard. And now they're just going to accumulate losses because right now they're not as talented as their opponents. But hopefully, again, like a Detroit team, an Ottawa team, and formerly the Rangers team, we see a team developing. Because the team like that I just mentioned, Ottawa and Detroit, look out. There are those are two young teams ascending that didn't make the playoffs. And I would say feel, philosophically, Steve Eisman and John Tortorella are very similar. Like I, I'm kind of surprised that they've never connected. Because Steve Eisman is is the supposed hard ass type that John Tortorella is as well. Uh, and look, he, he's, he's basically built the dynasty that we're now witnessing in Tampa Bay. And then uh, through his love of Swedish players, who he brings over and makes somehow tough, uh, he's doing it again in Detroit. Yeah, and, uh, Mo Sider, my God. What a player. Yeah. Great young talent. But anyway, so five minutes for fighting has gone beyond even a 10-minute misconduct. So we're, we're like a 10-minute misconduct and a five-minute major plus a two-minute minor. That's how long our show's been right now. So we got to end this little... Full period. I mean, we can just make it a full period. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll keep going another two minutes, 20 seconds. But seriously, ladies and gentlemen, we wanted to pop on to announce, obviously, what the world already knows, that the Flyers have hired John Tortorella. We wanted to give our perspective. Listen, we're not here to blow smoke up anyone's backside. Initially, I was not in love with him as a coach, back you know months ago and then when trots was available but um i i i I like it i ultimately like it obviously we know zach likes it um new coach new logo and new member where you at you're over there new member to the heat ratio sports family in zach kinderchuk please go to heat ratio sports on youtube subscribe we're on all podcasting options as you see below iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, Google, et cetera, et cetera. I'm Dan Old School Green. He is at Kinderchuck. And we'll probably be back around draft time to discuss who we like in the upcoming draft. Stay well and enjoy these Stanley Cup playoffs, everybody.